Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. As I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio, it's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. It is a Monday. Guess whose car didn't want to start this morning? <laughs> I think we might have a battery problem. Anyway, we're here, and uh, we're going to press forward. We're going to start by going to the Lord in prayer, as we do every morning. I'm going to read within the prayer the Second Chronicles of 714, and... Uh, I think we need to make this something that we do every day, whether we do it on the air every day or you just post that scripture every day, memorize it, whatever it takes, because this is the answer to the problems here in the United States of America. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you once again as a body of believers across this nation. Father, our hearts are heavy with great concern for what is happening. It just seems like when you think it can't get any more absurd, any more dark or any more evil, there it is, one more time, one more thing. We know, Father, it's because we have forgotten you. We have relied on ourselves, on our own understandings. We have relied on government officials bureaucrats, people who don't know you, who want you separated from our lives and our country. And the turning away from you has caused great evil and sin and a great darkness across this land. But you alone are God, and we praise you for that grace and love and mercy that you have bestowed upon us. And we are overwhelmed just thinking about what you are going to do with this nation. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. And I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Father, we thank you for that promise. May we hold up our end of that bargain and be a repentant and changed people. Change our hearts, O God. Make us more like you. We ask for your watch care over President Donald Trump and his family and all those who are around him, all those who are being persecuted. I ask that you be with those who are imprisoned unlawfully and unjustly right now. In particular, I'm thinking of the January 6th, but I'm sure there are others, Father. May somehow this draw them closer to you. But, Father, I ask for their freedom to remove these bars, these chains, the physical ones that they are experiencing. And I ask for your hedge of protection around this country. Satan is just dancing in the streets, Father. 
He is. He is claiming the victory, but we know you are victorious in the end. And we know this is just a temporary battle here. But I pray for your leadership in this battle. I pray, Father, that eyes will be opened and ears will be able to hear the truth. That you will give us the gift of discernment. That we can sift through all that we're being told. And that we can see justice and truth in you and that we will act as God's children should act and we will do what you ask us to do may we be willing servants for such a time as this in Jesus name I pray amen So the queen is going to be laid to rest. Her son, the next heir, is king. After watching an hour documentary last evening on the queen, Queen Elizabeth II, I woke in the night. Don't ask me why. I simply don't know. (laughs) But I woke thinking, she wasn't free, and neither are those in that country. They're not free. So, what happens when freedom is laid to rest? Who takes over then? I was chatting with Rudy in the office this morning. Do the people of England even own any land? Remember that war we fought, you know, 200 and some years ago? Or is it just the elite and the aristocrats, the royalties that own property? In a very, very quick research, and I mean very quick, Half of England is owned by less than 1% of the population. 25,000 landowners are the aristocrats. They control half of the country. I think he said there was like 17% of the land that wasn't accounted for. I don't know if they lose it or something. (laughs) It gets passed down through generations and they've kind of lost track. That's what I read. All right. I just thought maybe they'd lost it, you know, kind of moved somewhere. The elites and the large corporations control most of where all the people live, not the people who live there. Interesting? So say New York City. Just I'm just you know, it's not controlled by England. But who is it controlled by? Do the people there really control it? If the people there were really in control of it, would there be that crime? Would there be all those rats? Or would the people have made changes? Because their mayor and their governor aren't going to make changes. Not in New York City, anyway. It does sound familiar, doesn't it? Those who are controlling these cities don't live there, do they? We fought a war for independence. To make sure that this didn't happen in the United States of America, that aristocrats and corporations and royalties did not own the land and tell the people what to do. Yet here we are. In a socialist mess of aristocrats, elites, bossing the people around and ruling over them. This thing last week, (laughs) when DeSantis sent all these All 50 of these, I'm sure that he had them well vetted before he sent them there. 
illegal aliens to to uh, Martha's Vineyard. A uh, Martha Vineyard could he, they declare a crisis, a humanitarian crisis because these people were in their private property. Now they're not all white. The Obamas live there. So I guess we can't say they're white supremacists. We can just say they're stuck-up elitists. Their nose in the air, conceited to believe they are better than everyone else. And it's okay for you to deal with the gangs. It's okay for you to deal with the illegal aliens. It's okay if you have to deal with them, if they poo-poo in your backyard. Or worse. But not, not in our backyard. In Martha Vineyard. No, 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 no. We can't have that. We can't have that at all. Do you, you know what? Not in my backyard. You know, that's the NIMBY thing. Not so in now, my backyard. Not, now they're saying not in my vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> not in my vineyard. Not in my vineyard. Oh, by the way, we're not done with the monologue yet. But by the way, today is Talk Like a Pirate Day. Arr! I might have a, a little joke on that. It'll be really corny. It's like an old dad joke or something. And... Butterscotch Pudding Day. I haven't had butterscotch pudding and I don't remember how long. And that's my favorite thing. One of my favorite things. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. The Queen will be laid to rest today. I'm not trying to make light of that. But what happens when freedom is laid to rest? What takes over? And we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Elmer Heinrich. My company sells a nutritional product called Immuno150. If you haven't heard of it, you need to go to the website immuno150.com or call our toll-free number. Now, we sell to thousands of consumers, and our reorder rate is above 94%. Now, many people ask us how we can sell a month's supply of Immuno150 for less than $50 when most of our competition is $70 to $80 a month. It's simple. We don't pay celebrities or testimonial people to say something good about the product. Immuno 150 stands on its own with 70 minerals and 80 other nutrients. It doesn't need any help, and it has more than color, taste, and smell. I am 88 years old, and my wife is 79, both with no dementia, arthritis, or allergies, and no aches or pains of any kind, nothing, all because of Immuno 150. Now, check the number of minerals in the product you take. Don't be surprised if you don't find more than 12. Order Immuno 150 to see what 70 minerals can do for you. Call our toll-free number, 888-316-2224. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. 
Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. I like that bumper. That's just pretty cool. You can kind of see a little pickup truck going down the road and the dust flying. So my question today. Oh, wait a minute. i got to tell you my pirate joke. There's a new pirate movie out, Rudy. Did you know that? There's another pirate movie out. You know what it's rated? Arr. I wasn't giving him a chance to answer. <laughs> Arr. All right, that's it. That's the only pirate joke I really know. So anyway. So, the queen is laid to rest today. But there is no freedom, really, in England. And there hasn't ever been. Not not like America was at one time, a long, long time ago. There's a lot of unrest in America today. And many are attempting to bury freedom. Lay it to rest. If they accomplish this act uh, in its entirety... If freedom is laid to rest, what, who, what, when, where will be heir to take its place? Of course, if freedom is laid to rest, it means tyranny has won. I refuse this. Many in my family and some of my friends, they tell me America's lost. It's beyond saving. I will not accept this. I cannot. I'm working on, I'm calling, I'm calling it my upcoming book now because I am working, I've got like 10 chapters now. He praying for me. It's the American crisis continues. I was going to name it the existential crisis, but I've decided to change it. I point out and I encourage the readers, you, to think for yourself. To think independence, to think of freedom. I try to bring to surface what has gone on, what is happening. Who were we and where is the vision of our founding fathers, those lost principles? But we've lost our way. There's no doubt about that. But there is a path back. The road less travel, perhaps. But if any country can make its way back, It's America. But only with the help of our Almighty God, Heavenly Father. Only with the repentant hearts of Americans. And lots and lots of hard work. Let me emphasize, money will not save America. 
prayer and supplication and repentance and vigilance, to stand vigilance. Those are the things with the help of Almighty God that will save America. The Liberty Thought of the Week from Paul Hamby. I don't know if he realizes I, I use a lot of these. Every now and then I let him know, but I haven't, I haven't conversed with him recently. But our American founding fathers considered the pursuit of happiness important. Important enough to be enshrined in the Declaration of Independence, and Ayn Rand offered some insight from a 1959 interview with Mike Wallace, not to be confused with his son Chris. The pursuit of happiness means a man's right to set his own goals, to choose his values, and to achieve them. Happiness means that state of consciousness which comes from the achievement of your values. Now, what can be more important than happiness? But happiness does not mean simply monetary pleasure, so any kind of mindless self-indulgence. Happiness means a profound, guiltless, rational feeling of self-esteem and of pride in one's own achievement. It means the enjoyment of life, which is possible only to a rational man with a rational code of morality. (laughs) That's a mouthful, isn't it? Her message is an important clarification, Paul says. Her code of morality included not taking from others. One does not build self-esteem from theft or from handouts. We know today that giving too much in charity or help of our parents hovering denies our children the lessons learned and needed to gain the strength to become adults. In other words, parents who coddle their children, hover over them and give them everything they want and help them along the way, don't allow them to suffer from time to time, you know, like when a teacher's punishing them for a <laughs> misbehaving. You know, nobody wants their kid to be punished. Nobody wants them to be called out and embarrassed. You're doing an injustice to your children. If you don't teach them, this is coming from Beth, not from Paul. If you don't teach them how to do laundry, if you don't teach them how to cook something, if you don't teach them how to mow the yard, how to work, how to wash the dishes, You're doing them an injustice. They'll never have that feeling of accomplishment. People sometimes need a hand up, but not a lifetime of handouts, Paul says. Creating dependency is cruel. If you peel a cocoon away from the butterfly, it will die. It needs to build its strength as it works its way out of the strength as it works its way out, and that strength is necessary for the next stage in life. I love that. It is the perfect metaphor for humans, he says. This is not a left versus right issue. Americans across the spectrum have fallen from the false idea that they can make the next generation happy by giving them everything they want instead of what they need. What the next generation needs is simply the opportunity to find their own path 
to happiness. Now, when they wrote the Declaration of Independence, it started out, that pursuit of happiness started out with the word property. To own property, to own your own home and the land it sits on, to own just a little snippet of property is independence. What you can do with it in different parts of the region. You can raise a garden if you want to or not. Maybe you just want flowers. The accomplishments of work. It's important. The pursuit of happiness. To be anything you want to be. You don't have to be a duke or a duchess or a queen or a princess or a prince or whatever else those royalties call themselves to be happy. But you do need that freedom to pursue whatever it is legally (laughs) to make accomplishments in your life. It's just, it's just odd that we in America, uh, this land was built from nothing. It was, it was nothing. We built it up with hard work. And it is the land flowing with milk and honey. But freedom, they're trying to put freedom to rest, to get rid of it, so that you depend on the government. They don't want you to have freedom and independence. They want you to have dependence. And as Paul said, that is cruel. Think about what they've done in the inner cities to our brothers and sisters. Yeah, we took them out of slavery. We fought a war for that. And then there's an Emancipation Proclamation, but we're going to keep them down there dependent on government. It's a different kind of master. He's going to keep you there, and he'll he'll supply you some of what you want. But we're going to make sure your education isn't all that good. And we're going to make sure your neighborhoods aren't all that safe. Because it doesn't really matter to them, those who are in Martha's Vineyard. Barack Obama could care less of what's happening to his brothers and sisters in Chicago. He doesn't care. Bob Woodson does. He cares. I care. I don't know that I've done a whole lot to help. Independence is freedom. If they lay that to rest, you're enslaved. It's tyranny. It's worse than slavery, really. It's got you trapped. But there is a path out. There's a path back for America. And that is God. You're listening to CSU Talk Radio. We're going to talk a little bit about some other things that are going on, and we'll be right back.
And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So, you know, one of the places I go and check for news, and it's because he offers so many different topics. <clears throat> and usually he has sources there that I trust, and that is Ed uh, Martin with um, uh, the Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Um, so one of the articles he has here that I thought, well, this is a curious one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look this one up. There was two of them actually. Compulsory monogamy is a result of colonialism. It's an evil thing, Rudy, to be married to one woman or one at a time or whatever. You know, that's that was Margaret Sanger's thing with women. They should not marry. They should be free to have marital relationships with whoever they wanted, <laughs> whenever they wanted, and then abort the child. You don't need the children. The children are just, they're just confining. So they're blaming it on colonialism, you know, those, those mega morality pilgrims that were coming across the ocean here that believed in God and one man and one woman as a family. You know, it's the destruction of the family. And that this is what I said. What, just when you think it can't get any more absurd, it does. But then I looked at the date on when this was written. 2020. So they had been out a little while. And uh, I thought that was interesting. Not that I hadn't seen it because I don't look at all these things. But I thought it was interesting that they're blaming the colonialism on marriage. Blaming marriage on colonialism. Christianity. It's it's cruel. <laughs> no, it's not. And then the other one that he had there that I found interesting was a study, and this is Australia. The study treats climate change skepticism. If you're a skeptic of climate change, you have a mental disorder. Go ahead, Rudy. Just one of my many. <laughs> but as as I read this article, it's talking about the people who are most likely to be skeptical are those who have done their own research. <laughs> and the ones who have done their own research seem to be mostly on the conservative side or the, even the independents. They want proof of things. And... Uh, Partly, they t- say, partly is because of those who keep saying something's going to happen and it doesn't. That's the cause of skepticism. But they don't get right down and, but they're implying that anybody who does think for themselves, anybody who does do their own research, anybody who does do this, they've got a mental disorder. You see, you should just sit down, shut up, and, and believe everything I say, Rudy. Everything I say, don't even question it. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> if you believe that happens here or at home, then then you're a. I, I don't know. I've I've really got you bulled. I've got you uh, fooled. So, self thinkers are not. They're not healthy, for the left. And climate change is a hoax. And, of course, he goes in in this article, and they, they were talking about, what about the 1,100 uh, 
uh, people that, scientists that have denied it. They've signed petitions. Everybody doesn't accept it. It's not globally accepted, like they said. <laughs> globally accepted. No, it's globally pushed. And there was a really good article, and I forgot to send that to Mindy. There was a really good article a week or so ago uh, from American Greatness. It was a different person writing that one. This is coming from a different art, different place here. But he was, he was pointing out that it is the aristocrats. It is the elitists that are pushing this. And it's all about global governance. It's all about global society. It's a, They don't believe in nations. They believe in globalism. And self-thinkers, people who can logic, common sense, it isn't their friend. Those things are not their friend. When they're trying to lie to you and push you into believing something absurd, like marriage is good, I mean, or marriage is bad, I'm sorry, I said that backwards, and that you should kill children. I mean, people that can think about this, somebody was saying last night, a woman that's carried, a, I think it was Levin, a woman that's carried a child to to uh, birth, they know this child is moving inside them. They know, you know, I had one that was ticklish. My fourth baby, I would sit there and I'd rub my belly and he'd just move. And I thought he liked it because I was, you know, like massaging him. And I found out after he was born, he didn't like it at all. He was ticklish. I was torturing that poor child when I was carrying him. <laughs> They're a living being. But people who can actually figure out that inflation is here and we are in a recession and that uh, prices are getting higher and there is less on the shelves these days and our children are being dumbed down. People that can figure this out that we're not racist, but you're trying to make us out to be racist. Wait a minute. It isn't adding up. That's why they, <laughs> math is racist too. <laughs> I thought it was going against the female race whenever I was taking algebra because I couldn't get it. This is an article from American Greatness by Thaddeus McCotter. Chile votes down, are you ready for this? They voted down democracy. <laughs> Bola Chile. Did he say that on purpose? In a stunning snubbing of their international domestic leftist betters, Chileans voted down democracy. Despite a newly proposed leftist constitution, they have a left constitution, but well, that's gotta look good. They would have set, it would have set global records for new rights for people, animals, and nature. Oh my gosh. Sounds like a Green New Deal. And despite the lobbying by the international left and the Guinness Book of World Records, Chileans rejected the proposed constitution by a margin of 32% to 68%. I'm thinking, who are these 32%? The proposed constitution arose from the ashes and corpses left behind by mostly peaceful rioters, upset by a four-cent increase in transit fares. Their discontent and violence were stoked by foreign cyber disinformation tracked back to Venezuela and Russia. Russia. 
Amid the rioting and mayhem, a belligerent, battled citizenry sought a return to calm by voting to discard their existing <laughs> constitution that included its 20 subsequent amendments had cruelly made Chile one of, if not the most, free and prosperous Latin American nation. A convention was elected to craft a new constitution from scratch, the body shaped by the voters and the dictates of the die cult, that's diversity, inclusion, and equity, produced a new constitution sprawling more than 170 pages and 338 different articles. Who wouldn't love that? That sounds like a great constitution, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> what's our constitution? How many pages is it? Originally, it wasn't very many at all. But our Congress has gotten attached to it and or attracted it, attacked it. I've got an article about that in my up-and-coming book. The snub heard around the salon. <laughs> the Chileans rejected global democracy. Hmm. What's going to happen in America? You know, that's what they would love to do here. And they have eluded to that. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouthwatering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow's bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel set, and roll-and-go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code Bethann or call 1-800-978-6168. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on select products. You will also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase. Call 1-800-978-6168 or go to the radio listener special page at MyPillow.com. Promo code Bethann. 
Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, liberty for all, and we love America. Order your set now, and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. And we have recharge. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Okay, so this might sound like some of our own Democrats here, and I'm sure they might have had a little something to do with it because you know they really love globalism. But this is um, the official newsletter of the American left. The New York Times was flabbergasted that Chile says no to left-leaning constitution. After three years of debate, the, to- the Times bemoaned the defeat of, do- of the document that would have lavished upon Chileans these things. Legalized abortion. Mandated universal health care, required gender parity in government, given indigenous groups greater uh, autonomy, empowered labor unions, strengthened regulations on mining and granting rights to nature and animals. (laughs) In total, it would have enshrined over 100 rights into Chile's national charter, more than any other constitution in the world including the right to housing, education, clean air, water, food, sanitation, Internet access, retirement benefits, free legal advice and care for from birth to death. The next included commitments to fight climate change and protect Chileans' rights to choose their own identity in all its dimensions and manifestations, including sexual characteristics, gender identities, and expressions. What kind of expressions? Do they mean like facial expressions? No. Many voters were particularly obsessed, opposed, excuse me, <laughs> to language that defined Chile as a plurinational state. 
plurinational state. That meant 11 indigenous groups, which account for nearly 13% of the population, could have been recognized as their own nations within the country with their own governing structures and court systems. The proposal became a centerpiece of the campaign to reject the charter. The five regions, let me get the page turned here, where the charter was most resoundly rejected are in the South, where violent conflict between the logging industry and indigenous activities has persisted for years. How indigenous people could become racist against themselves and their own interests is, and how so many could reject the proposed progressive constitution is yet another head-scratcher. I'm scratching my head. Could you hear that? Posed by this untoward turn of democracy screws that the international and Chilean leftists, politicians, pundits, financiers, artists, media, and academics will be pondering for years. They can't figure out why the Chileans didn't want to be their slaves. (laughs) It was such a good thing. We could control their thoughts. We could control their children. We could control everything. We could abort them if there's too many of them. We could do this. We could do that. And the Chileans, oh, my gosh, they voted it down. (laughs) You know, we're not the only ones that are dealing with the globalists as Daniel Turner has said, and as, um, I lost her name, Melody Cedarstrom, who will be on with us on Thursday, has said. Fiat dollars are everywhere, and they want to do away with those. They want it to be all electronic. You won't know what you got coming and going or any which other way. And now they want to control what you buy, whether you don't, they don't want you buying a gun. And this has been going on for a long time. And, and one of the things with the uh, what's going on in, in California and some of these other states that are really cracking down on their grid, well, no, actually, they're breaking their grid. Those smart meters we talked about in the past will tell them what you've done. And if you're using too much water, your smart grid, your smart meters are monitoring you, and they can shut you off. That's what that's all about. Now, I don't know if that's really at the technology to shut you off yet or not, but it is monitoring you. Things are getting bad. So what would happen? <laughs> Chileans put it to rest. I mean, they they put this leftist to rest. This constitution is to bed. They are done with it. They're not having anything to do with it. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. Are they going to force it on the people? That's what they're trying to do here. They're forcing us, even when we're against something. They're going to, just like this uh, Supreme Court decision, it did not do away with abortion, unfortunately. It did not. It put it in the hands of the states. It put it in the hands of the people. The people don't really want it. There are some who do, but the majority of the people really don't want that. And even if they're okay with abortion, they don't want to pay for yours. Most people understand, they can think in logic and common sense, that if government's paying for your abortion, it's coming out of their pocket. 
Well, this, you know, I, I am, I really am all agog about it. I gotta have him back on, but I may have to have some help. Victor Davis Hanson. I think that's probably the worst show I ever did. Not because of him, but because of me. I was just, I was so starstruck with him because of his intelligence. But he's written a long article in Equal Justice, they say, they said. We are now a revolutionary society in decline using the courts, using prosecutors, the administrative state, and the law itself to punish enemies, help friends, and declare such a symmetry social justice. That's the crust of this article. What once distinguished the United States from illiberal regimes following the Oranian, I'm sorry, Orwellian mantra, some are more equal than others. Has the, was the hollowed American idea of equal justice under the law. Justice was to be blind. Everyone was equal. Well, not in the leftist world. Not in the royalty world of England. Everyone is not equal. They are better than you. It's okay for you to have illegal aliens pooping in your backyard. But they don't want them in Martha's Vineyard. Now, the ones that were there were not pooping in anybody's yard. I don't think. It was the idea of them. They're not us. They're poor people. They're working people. <laughs> they have to get their fingernails dirty to make money. I don't have to do that. You don't see the Obamas getting their fingernails dirty, do you? Or anyone else at Vineyard? Martha's Vineyard. One suggested <laughs> she happens to be a she happens to be a conservative in Martha's Vineyard. Not all rich people are bad. <laughs> She suggested that the Obamas put them up in their house because they have a huge house. It has lots of rooms. You know, folks, if freedom is laid to rest, tyranny will shine. It's time for us to take a stand and bring America home.